like that. A little fidget spinner ASMR. Welcome to Team Chat Podcast, podcast. everybody. A video this is game our show. new fidget spinner ASMR. Just get you podcast. calm. Lower the heart rate. You've been fighting a big bad boss in Elden Ring. Come to the come to the come to the bonfire. Chill out. Relax. We're done playing video games. This is only about fidget spinners from now. We all on. realize this is a stressful world and we need to take time to relax, to breathe, meditate, focus on our day. Just like how it looks in the view. It does right? look really cool it in the video. Really it's cool. like yeah, it, the shutter speed must be like a little bit it. off and it's, it is a little bit yeah. just like, I hope that translates in the final, but it in this preview, nice. it looks really cool. Cause it's almost, it's just like, yeah, I don't know. It, it's like you put that on the oddly satisfying subreddit, just a video of it spinning. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> welcome to this episode of team chat podcast, a video game show. I am one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson joined to my right by Rachel. Mogan. Bongiorno. And uh, we're here to talk about games, the ones we love, the ones we hate, and everything in between. New episodes come out on Thursdays, and you can listen to those on podcast services around the World Wide Web, as well as watching a video version of each episode over on our YouTube channel. You can find us on social media, such as Facebook, Discord, Instagram. We're still on Twitter, X, whatever the fuck. I haven't, I'm, I'm protesting. I, I haven't like, logged back I, in. I need to drop it. I, I need get, to drop it. I really... He sucks. I like mean, everything about him sucks. Really just all social media at this point, except for Instagram, which for me at least is still so highly curated to be friends only that yeah. that's all I see. But all of the other ones, I'm like, you know, it might be time to pull it the plug. It might be time to pull it. it I might haven't, be time I haven't to updated really my Facebook them. in forever. I know like we have been very dead on our social media. <laughs> I apologize <laughs> we, for that. We just, why but, bother? You know, yeah, I will say if you are listening to this and you know, and everything and you are a newer listener, I will really say the discord is where the conversation yeah. pops. Off. We're always in there, uh, chat. So we're always up in there talking about it, talking about fun stuff, gaming stuff, non-gaming related stuff. So you can check that out. The description below, that's where the link is where you can find out where you can join that cool Discord. You can also join our Patreon at patreon.com slash team chat podcast, where you know it's like some other cool people. You go there, you can for a dollar a month, you get uh cool stuff like in the episodes early before the general Thursday release, access to a private channel on our Discord server, the Rogues Gallery. And you know what? I just cannot find this note fast enough. This really sucks. I should have done this earlier. Uh, Zach S. Um, <laughs> Here it is. I Andrew got you. Andrew M. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, wait. That's not the most accurate one. <laughs> Shit. Hurry. Don't worry. I'll fidget spin for us. <laughs> that'll it is. that'll distract go. them. Go. I've <laughs> got to figure out a better place to put this so I can get you easier. Anyway, you can do that just like really cool people like Super Saiyan Ace, Erica L, Elise F, Zach S, Susan M, James K, Michael B, Andrew M, Michael S, and Brandon W have done. They have gone over there and for a little as a dollar a month that whole spiel. We gave them all that cool stuff and you can get that cool stuff too. But if you can't support us on Patreon, that's no big deal. We totally understand. There are a lot of free ways that you can support the show, such as telling your friends, writing us reviews, subscribing to, uh, or liking wherever you're listening to or watching the show. All that great stuff helps. And for each and every one of our viewers, listeners and patrons alike, we love you. Heart emojis. Smooches. Thanks for being here. Yeah, it's going to be a great time. Here. And you know what? Today, we're going to talk about some fun stuff. We're just going to, we've been doing I don't know what of, we're going to talk about. Well, that's the thing is we've, <laughs> like, each of us have been doing a lot of, like, different gaming yeah. than, than what we've been talking about recently. Either continuations of games that we haven't finished, i.e. me, yep. or in your case, a couple of new games. Picking that up some I new really, ones. Yeah, that I really want to hear your opinions on. So we're just, yeah, we're just going to do a good old classic. I don't know if we ever actually, like, yeah, we've called it this, but we're just going to do a good old fashioned shoot the shit episode. We're just here to talk about gaming stuff. And it's going to be all over the map. Shoot it's going to be fun. breeze, ping pong all over the place to wherever our thoughts of video games might take exactly. us. Exactly. So... 
I guess we can go ahead and start then with that. Yeah, you're comp- you're continuing on with a new, with a game of of the past. You a dropped game of Tears the of the Kingdom. Past. Actually, that's kind of true. <laughs> so I think I mentioned either like like maybe on our last stream and possibly the episode before that as well. Our Sayonara Wild it's Hearts been, stream. Yes, our Sayonara we compl- Wild Hearts. Played the complete game. Yeah, we all did in, once, I, in one stream. If you, you missed the stream, everybody, we finished a whole game in one sitting, which for us is staggering. Now, to be fair. <laughs> We had the deck stacked in our favor in that the game is literally only an hour it's long. It's very short. But yes. hey, it still could have been hard. We could have gotten stuck. Yeah. And we didn't. And we, we powered through. And it was powered great. Through. Check it out. It was a very yep. fun game. Uh, anyway, so between Sayonara Wild Hearts and all of the other games that I've just sort of been trying to chuck away at slowly but surely in my backlog, I have not given up Tears of the Kingdom, but I am in my breath my tears of the kingdom equivalent to the lengthy break that i took from breath of the wild Ah. and it's completely my own fault so really the exact same thing that happened last time in breath of the wild has happened again in tears of the kingdom because i don't know how to learn from my past mistakes (laughs) (laughs) so in breath of the wild i think i got to i mean i put in well over a hundred hours before I really burnt myself out. And in those hundred plus hours, I think pretty much all I had done was explore the map, unlock all of the areas and finish all four of the divine beasts, which is the air quotes win condition. It's not technically required, but story wise, no, it's, it's actually not. You can just go straight to Ganon. You technically don't have to do the divine beasts. You've never finished Breath of the Wild. No. Oh, okay, so I'll just uh, we'll tell everybody at home in case in <laughs> case you missed it. Uh, when you do the four divine beasts, what they basically do is activate their beasts and they take aim at Hyrule Castle, so that when Link goes in there to fight Ganon, they all four of them fire off their beams, and it takes Ganon's health from full to half. Oh, so, it so if really, you don't have it them. It gives you a leg up, but it's not required. You can just charge right in there and fight Ganon. Interesting. Naked with sticks if you wanted to. <laughs> you can do that. that yeah. That uh, people do it in the see. speed runs all the time. So yeah, you can just go straight to Ganon. Um, I'm... So question, if you only activate like two or three of them, does it still like do some damage to them or are you... I think it does. Or is it four or nothing? I will say that I ne- I didn't try it. I got all four of them when I did eventually beat the game. But that being said, when I did eventually beat the game, because what I did was I unlocked all the map, I beat the four divine beasts, I looked at Hyrule Castle in the distance and I said... <sighs> you know, I'm, I'll, 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 I'll start that tomorrow. And then I never came back to the game for sure, months. Sure. I mean, it was a month long break. Yeah. And I am well and truly in the midst of the same break in Tears of the Kingdom. Hours uh, wise, how, how, how are they comparing? You know what? I would actually say, I think I put more hours into Tears of the Kingdom before burning out than I did with Breath of the Wild because I am easily at least over 150 hours in Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, nice. Possibly more than that. It might be like nearing or possibly over the 200 mark by now. Wow. And that's about where I was when I did beat uh, Breath of the Wild for the first time. So the things that I've done in Tears of the Kingdom are I've unlocked all the sections of the map. I obviously have not finished every temple. I will never do that. I'm not that kind of completionist when it comes to games of this size. Yeah. Uh, I've got plenty of areas of the map that even though I see them, I haven't explored them. Like there's a ton of stuff I haven't done in the game still. Um, I got all four of the, I guess you would say like, so what do they call them in game? 
I got all four sages. Oh. I, I helped all four of the sages defeat their respective temples and awaken their sage powers, which is sort of the, the new divine, divine beast. beast win condition for Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, so, And then I also went around and got all of the memories. So the tears in question are basically memories left behind by a certain character. I'm not going to say who because it's a mild spoiler. Yeah. Uh, and if you collect all of them, it basically just puts the pieces of the story together for you. Got Again, it. I think most of that stuff is actually pretty optional. I don't think you have to do that. Uh, and the reason I say that is because there's a particular plot point that I got to in a completely different way than Bro Mogan did. Oh. I'm not going to say which one it is because, again, I'm sure there's still many people that are playing through Tears of the Kingdom and don't they, they don't want to have that spoiled. Yeah. But like when Bro Mogan and I were talking about it, obviously as his favorite... Uh, personal phrases. He was like, "Are you gaslighting me right now?" And I was like, "No, I did it differently. Not everyone is gaslighting you." So, so paranoid. So paranoid. So we just talked about the different ways that we did X Y Z thing, and we were like, "Oh, okay. So actually, you didn't have to do blank to get blank." Interesting. So I'm sure there are probably other facets of the game that are similar to that as well. There's still loads of the underground, what do they call it, the depths, mm -hmm. uh, that I have not even remotely begun to explore yet. Pretty much all of the depths under the Northwest Hebra region didn't do any of that. Big sections of the Southwest, probably not going to do those. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm at the point where when I do eventually go back to the game, I will probably make a beeline for the end game because that's the point that I'm at. Yeah. I did just enough to get to the air quotes end game and went, I'll do that tomorrow. <laughs> and then tomorrow never came. <laughs> so oh, that's man. where I'm at with tears of the kingdom. It's a very fun game. I obviously very much enjoyed it to put the amount of hours oh, I've yeah. put into it so far. I will eventually finish it of that. I have no doubt, but I suspect that that's going to be like a winter return for me. I'm probably going to go back to that in fall or yeah. winter of this year when I've knocked out some of the other, uh, honestly, higher on my priority list games. Yeah. Which is... Octopath Traveler 2. Do you mean Octopus Graveler 2? Oh, yes. sorry. Excuse me. I did not use its, its appropriate name. It's either name. Octopus Graveler 2 or my favorite <laughs> phrase, 2 Octo 2 Path. So Octopath Traveler 2, yes, I finally went back to it after, again, a lengthy time away just from Tears of the Kingdom. But I made notable progress. I'm not just dicking around at this point. Nice. I'm actually going around, doing stuff, unlocking new things. I actually realized I thought I had made it farther on the map than I have in some cases. Oh. Because I was, I'm just about to go do Oswald's final chapter. Uh, finishing up my yeah, boy I'm, Oswald. I'm going to go finish up Oswald's chapter. My favorite guy to hate. Love him, hate him, Has love to hate smarter? him. <laughs> he really hasn't. Do you remember the the like um whenever you're uh uh whenever you're in active combat yeah. and you've got Oswald in your party and you know how sometimes enemies will miss attacks on you yes. if your character has high evasion or some sort of ability that lets them dodge a blow? Do do you remember what Oswald's uh successful evasion voice line is? No, I don't. So a lot of the other characters, like uh, Agnia and uh, Hikari and Casti, like Casti's, hers is so funny and sassy. When somebody misses a hit on her, she goes, open your eyes. <laughs> like, she's a real bitch about it. It's like, yes, Casti, Dumbass missed. <laughs> he's fucking dumbass missed. Uh, I think Throne's is probably equally like, uh, it is something equally sassy. Agnia is just like, missed me, or something like that. It's really cute. Oswald is just, poor aim. <laughs> 
says it exactly like that. It's like, oh my Poor god. Poor Aang came make fire. It is, he's so stupid and funny. He's so <laughs> dumb. Uh, I love him to pieces, but gosh, is he stupid. I I have, however, heard from other people um, that his, fi- like his chapter three went some really interesting and dark directions oh. that I thought gave his story a lot more uh, needed gravity from the arguably stu- stu- from the stupidity of his chapters one and two, where he's like, "Oh yes, my plans all coming together." <laughs> and then I, he lists I need to start off- planning it now that yeah. I've it's come together and it's yeah. time to execute. And then he lists all the things that he needs. It's like, bitch, you don't have you don't have anything lined up for this. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but I've heard that his final chapter goes in some pretty interesting directions, so I'm really excited to revisit Oswald's chapter. And then right before that, I actually finished my main character's Casty. Oh, nice. So I picked Casty. I picked the apothecary class for my uh, basically party leader, you'd say. Um, and I was kind of playing around with the idea of basically saving her story for last. Yeah. But I decided not to do that because even though I really like Casty, she's not my favorite character. Mm. And her story also isn't my favorite of the stories. I will say that it's a marked improvement from Alfin's story story the other apothecary uh, apothecary from one octo one path as you might recall uh his was very i don't want to say like hollow but it was very um expected it was like the classic expected hit all the same genre notes that you might expect from air quotes the healer class his story and ophelia's story basically the white major the cleric both of them are healers technically the apothecary a little bit less so um the 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 cleric definitely so but his story was very much just like i just want to help the maximum amount of people possible in the world and that that's my goal. That's my dream. You know, if I achieve that, I'll have succeeded. And it's like, that's great and all, but your st- depth, shallow, that's the word I was looking for. His story had no real depth mm-hmm. to it. And it did make, like, I liked him as a character, thought his story was pretty dumb. Casty at least got some needed character development and some different motivations to make her story much more interesting uh, than Alfin's. Um, I don't think I want to go too much into the details of hers, but we talked about how you know her her starting story is her waking up on a on a basically a little a little skiff out at sea, yes. just completely alone, and she's like dehydrated. Something was clearly wrong with her. She gets picked up by a, a, a traveling merchant ship, and they're like, "Whoa, who are you? What's going on?" And she's like, oh, "Bitch, fuck if I know." I'm just she here. Lost. She lost her memory, so she doesn't know who she is. All she knows is that in her apothecary's bag, which she still got with her, are all of her apothecary things. So it's like, oh, well, clearly this was my job. I've got a bag full of ap- apothecary shit. Mm-hmm. It says Casty on my name tag on my uniform, which looks like, you know, a 1920s uh, British nurse's uniform. Right. So she had clear clues about who she was, but then she also had a blood-soaked apothecary's journal in her bag. So there was this big mystery around like, ooh, whose blood is that? What happened? You know, is she a villain actually? Is she like one of those angels of death? Uh That's kind of what's going on with her story and unraveling the layers of that. I have to say, not quite as impactful as I was hoping it would be, but it was still more impactful than Alfin's story Mm. ever could have been. So I was like, you know what? No, I should just go ahead and finish up her story. And I'm so glad I did because I can't recall if this actually was a mechanic in the first game 
or if I just never did it because I was dicking around for so long, when you finish, or at least in Octopath Traveler 2, when you finish your party leader's story, yeah. they are no longer mandatory for the party. Oh. You have to keep your initial characters, uh, your initial character in your party as the party leader for all of the game. Oh, wow. Unless and until you finish their tale. So if I had just done that, like if I had just done the bare minimum beeline to Casty's story, finished her chapter four first, I could have been swapping out all of the other lower tier characters, which I realize now is so important because I've talked about this before, uh, at least in my party, because I did it wrong, clearly. Casty was way over leveled mm. compared to everybody else, which on the one hand is kind of a good thing because you've got like this one OP character that can usually save your other characters if a yeah. fight is going really bad as they often do. And if your character also happens to be one of the healers, that's even better for you, you know, to have a really high powered apothecary or a cleric while you're going up against some of the end game optional bosses, very helpful stuff. Yeah. But it also meant that Casty's in the upper 60s as far as leveling goes. Everybody else is in the lower 50s. And that grind to get into the 60s is nothing to sneeze at. Oof. So it's like, oh, okay, I probably should have finished her story way sooner right. so that I could have been more optimi optimally swapping in my other characters to get those levels a little bit more even. Sure. But... You learn. What are you gonna do? You learn something new every day. Yeah, yeah. It's part of the adventure. It's all part of the adventure. All part of the fun. And I actually just also unlocked one of the secret bonus jobs. Ooh, so this, I'm not gonna. Well, oh. you know, what? I'll just, I'll <laughs> I guess it you. is a secret. <laughs> I'll tell you because it is a secret. But at least this particular job, I wouldn't call it hidden. Ooh. It's just in one of the cities. Okay. All you have to do is make it to one of the cities, walk into a house, which is not like. It's not entirely hidden, I'll say, but it's really easy to find. It's to get the arms master class. Oh. Did you? You never. You never played Octopath. No, I never got farther than so the demo. So there's the warrior classes. You know from Ulbrich, who you yep. did the demo of. You're familiar with the warrior. They're basically, you know, all offense, some defense. That's their whole function. They're kind of your tanky offense yeah. guy. The arms master is that to like the nth degree oh. because the arms master can wield every weapon. Oh shit. You can equip every That's type really cool. of weapon to the arms master. And then at least in Octopath, this was a, I believe this was a secret job in Octopath Traveler one as well. I actually think I got to the boss to get the arms master in one Octo one path got my ass handed to me. Didn't realize that that's what that boss was for. So I went, you know what? I'll come back to that later. Didn't go back Didn't to go it. Back no, to never went back to turn it. Turn I was like, bye. <laughs> I'll go do some <laughs> other shit right now. I'm clearly underleveled for this. Uh, but the Arms Master class is really fun to play around with because they have a lot of risk and reward around them. Mm -hmm. So, you know, SP, your, your skill points that yes. basically um, you have to spend to be able to use your special abilities. Uh, the Arms Master requires a hefty... SP cost for the vast majority of their abilities, but what some of their abilities might be stuff like, hey, do a really powerful sword attack, mm -hmm. and then when that attack is done, your character automatically goes into a guard, Ooh. which normally you can't do. Usually those are two separate actions. Right. You either have to attack one turn or guard on the next. You can't do them at the same time. So the fact that the Arms Master can do a big attack and then go into a guard 
but it costs you 35 SP. It's either 30 or 35 SP, which in a lot of cases, depending on how you've kitted out a character, that could be half your SP. Yeah. So you have to use those moves very sparingly or really optimize the rest of your team around that character to find ways to give them more SP. You know, there are special accessories you can equip to them. There are special, um, what are they called, like attributes or... What do they call them? Like the job abilities? I think they might just be called abilities. Yeah. When you basically um, increase a, a job class enough, you unlock all of their four sub-abilities mm. that you can equip to a character to give them special things like gain SP at the end of every turn. Yeah. You know, or increase SP by 50 points. It's like, oh, that's all really helpful shit. Right. So if you've got the right sub-abilities to add onto your job classes, you can make that really, you can make that cost a lot lower per se, but... What if that's not the way you want to do it, right? right? Like, what if you just want to go all in on the offense and just pray to God that you can one-hit kill everybody mm-hmm. so that you don't have to worry about SP? Because, like, oh, well, if you're one-hit killing everybody, you can just use items after the battle is done to get back all of your, your SP points. Right. So it's a really fun, uh, definitely... Yeah, just risk and reward class of how do you want to do this? There are a lot of different ways you can go around it and trying to figure out which characters work the best Mm. with the arms master on top of their existing abilities is really fun to mess around. That's cool. And it's fun to have something like that new that, you know, is thrown in somewhat late into the game because of like, you know, how much you've already been able to do so far. Uh, And then actually I still have a, and I don't know what it is because I haven't had it spoiled for me. Thank God. There's actually a third secret job class that I don't know where it is. Yeah. I don't know what you have to do for it. I don't know where to go for it. I will hopefully find it eventually. It's just out there. I just gotta explore. And the only reason I even know that it's out there is because there is still very glaringly a blank spot in my jobs list. Uh, So it's like, like, okay, visually I know something's going to go there. I just don't know what it is. Right. Uh, So yeah, two Octo two path is still an extremely fun game. As soon as I circled back around to it, I was like, why did I ever leave you? This Just game is the best. I mean, to be fair, those are both Tears of the Kingdom and Octopath Traveler 2 games. are huge games. They are big, I completely understand needing to take a break and jump yeah. to one or the other just to give yourself some breathing room in them. But I've been really enjoying getting back into it uh, and I can't I can't wait to finish Oswald's Chapter 4. Uh, I don't know I'm what it's going to be like. Oh, something else that I was like, well, fuck me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so do you remember when I talked about um, how one of the ways that 2 Octo 2 Path tries to address the question of getting the characters to build better relationships with each other yeah and they added on these basically co-op side stories where mm-hmm. it's like hey temenos and throne the cleric and the thief are gonna go have a little co-op side quest together they get all this special dialogue together they get to fight together nice. it's really fun casty had one of those in the early game with ochette the huntress mm-hmm. she's so cute love ochette to death their character dynamic was really fun because ochette is i think canonically the youngest character and and casty is i think the oldest female character definitely she might be one of the older characters period except for oswald i think oswald is older than her yeah uh, but so they kind of had like a pseudo like big sister slash motherly figure to the you know impulsive younger sister sort of uh to, to ochette's younger sister dynamic which was really fun mm. i didn't unlock part two of their co-op quest until after I beat Casty's main story. Whoa. So I think the win condition there was you have to beat both Ochet's and Casty's main see, quests to get the follow-up. And I was like, 
oh, fuck me, I guess. So now you have to like, if you see those pairings come up with other characters, you're like, okay, well, I guess I got to knock out these two to be be able to do this next part. I think I haven't finished. I did. I guess I can't have done that. Oswald and Particio have one, which is hilarious. Like the two characters that they're, they're so at odds with each other. But somehow both equally stupid in their own ways. (laughs) Oswald and uh, Partitio have one. Hikari and Agnia have Mm -hmm. a joint quest, which is really cute. Temenos and Throne, and then Castian uh, Ochet. Those are sort of the uh, the co-op pairings. They're really cute. They're such a fun way to just get get more of the game going on the side. You don't have to do them. But why wouldn't you? Right. Like if you're already that deep in the game, you're yeah, you're already completing these stories. Quests. You yeah. might as well. There's fun stuff going on in there. So yeah, my point is, don't hesitate to finish characters' quests to max out their plot lines because there is more stuff behind that wall. Yeah, you just might not realize it yet. So two octo two path, big meaty game. I think I'm probably ninety hours in so far, and I still have three more characters' full stories to go. Wait, Particio Oswald. Hikari, Temenos. I finished Agnias. I mm-hmm. finished Ochets. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did. I finished all of the girls. What oh, nice. I finished all the girls' quests and then none of the boys' quests. That was not intentional. That's just sort of just how things shook out. Yeah. You know? eh, whatever. Anyway, so they're the two octo two path is the best game ever made. And if you haven't played it already, you should. Nice. Very good. Well, glad you're still being able. You're still having fun with it, especially you know, because I, I know like sometimes after you take a break from a game, uh, you know, and everything, you come back to it, and there kind of is almost that like learning curve again. You're like, so what am I doing? How do I do this? What's going on? I, <laughs> but it's nice to like you know not have that with this. I will also say that with the way two octo two path is set up, I don't feel like you have that same barrier. I, I feel like it is the type of game where you can come back and pretty much pick back pick back up right where you left off. Like maybe you forgot some of the story details, but as far as the gameplay goes, I think you can just as easily pick it up after a years long absence and be like, Oh yeah, this is how I play this game. It's very, it's very straightforward while having a lot of secret opportunities for depth right underneath the surface. Nice. Very cool. Very cool. Well, while you've been going back and exploring Octopath Traveler 2, like she said, I've been jumping around in some in two new games. Uh, I've mentioned one of them at least before. I know uh, Borderlands 3. I got that one during one of the more recent PlayStation sales. It was like $8. And the game came out fairly recently, like 2018, 2019. Really? So I was like, Is it that new? Yeah. I guess I thought Borderlands 3 was way older. No, no, no. Huh. So yeah, so I was just like, Huh. All right, cool. I'll give this a shot because it was actually right after or around when we did our comedic games episode and I had talked about Clap Borderlands trap. there yeah. and everything. And I was just like, you know what? Why not? I actually even too broke my old usual rule. I skipped Borderlands too. Good job, Jarrett. Skip, Look at me. skip those middle it. ground games. I even have it. And I was just like, you know what? Nope. No. No. <laughs> I'm just going <gonna> <laughs> to go to three. Just skip it. Just go and straight so to the end. <laughs> it has been though. It's been a game like I kind of, I, it was on the heels of finishing Ghost of, Tsushima, Ghost of Tsushima, then Jedi Survivor. And I was just like, okay, I love that kind of game. Oh, and then before that was, oh, God of War. But uh, but still, it was just like, okay, so I've done these really big, huge games. And like Borderlands isn't a small game for any means. It's, it is an RPG and everything and takes, you know, takes place 
several hours, you know, very long game or can be a long game because it also has all the like side quests and all that stuff, exploration and whatnot. But still, I was like, you know what? I'll give this one a shot. I want something different that feels different. That is still like a bigger open world game like this, but it's more of a shooter, not like a sword style game and everything like that. And man, it's been hitting the right buttons for me. It's been really fun getting back into this game. I played Borderlands one years and years ago. And, uh, but still doing this one, it's, it's, the writing, like I talked about in the comedic games episode is just so good. The, the one knock I will kind of say about like, just like the, the environment voice acting in general is that a lot of the lines and a lot of the characters kind of have like a yell talk feel oh, to them. Oh, I hate that. Or like the psychos, like the, the psychos that you do, but the one like enemy class, they are pretty much just all just like yelling, just like, ah, ah, just like, like loud. And just like, that's kind of how they like yell all their lines, like kind of screaming at you. So after a while that gets a little grating, yeah. but it's still just like all the like weird random things. Like, I feel like I was telling you about this with one of the side quests. Uh, you go, Claptrap is looking uh, your little robot companion. He got his antenna broke off and he's looking for a new antenna. But he knows that, like, well, I can either get just no normal antenna or there could be other cool things around the world that I might want to potentially use. So why don't you go find a few things for me, bring them to oh, me, and I'll pick what yeah, my new antenna yeah. is going to be. So he, you go around and you find, have to find, like, seven different things to appease he his fashion options. tastes. Yeah, yeah I he understand. Wants to, he wants I to be able it. to accessorize. He's a little fashionista. Exactly. Good for him. And so... Um, he, you go out and you find all these things. One of them is you go to this hut that uh, Psycho is living in and he walks out and strangely enough, he's not. He's chill? Yeah, because the Psychos, the whole, their whole thing is like they've been tr- hunting uh, for the vaults on Pandora slash living and fighting in it for so long. They r- really have just kind of like lost, it. A, yeah, gotcha. l- lost it a little bit. And so not the closest to reality, you know, you could say. And so you're, you go to this guy, but he's calm, he's chill, he's collected. And Claptrap, you know, sees that he's wearing what looks like a funnel on his head, like a metal funnel. And Claptrap's like, I want that. I want that as my hat. And so you ask the dude, well, can I have your, your thing? And he's like, no, you can't because it blocks out the signals from these, from classic. these, uh, you know, uh, uh cl- classic signs. Yeah. With he the tinfoil blocks, hats. He's like, they block out the signals from these, from these satellites around. So if you can get rid of those satellites for me and the messages will stop, I'll be able to give you my, my hat. I'm like, you know what, buddy? No problem. No Got problem. this. I can handle this right for you. Go around, shoot the few couple, uh, antennas that are around go back to him and he takes and he, and he's just like but then when you go back to him he's different he's like it stopped and he's like back to like crazy oh, and yelling no, so the and he attacks was helping you him. oh no and he attacks you and you gotta kill him and i'm just like this is an interesting Wait, turn of so events did, did that not unlock an extra side quest where you get to go produce thousands of hats and no, just put yet. them onto psychos to save them <laughs> maybe that's how you can save all of them jared maybe so maybe so oh tragic but uh but yeah so it was kind of it was i was like oh man uh, oh, this kind boy. of like weird twisted humor like that is very fun it's like it is one of the things like because it, it is so like a lot in that regard like it's not a game that i like, can sit down and or not yet maybe i just haven't had the opportunity too yet just to sit down and put a lot of hours in all at once do i'll do like a couple gaming sessions. yeah i'll do like a couple of the main missions dabble in a side quest here and there i'm also still trying to keep my progress with it going fairly well uh, you know get through it at a good pace uh and so i'm trying to do like main mission then maybe like one two side quest back to main mission kind of thing just to get some variety 
Uh, I was talking about it in the Discord, though. Oh, another example of the writing that we actually did show or tried to show in the last episode. Pocket Rats. When my character Flack, the Beastmaster, who's like a robot Beastmaster, he threw these like flying creatures and goes, Pocket Rats. And it was hilarious. (laughs) I loved it. With Uh, such gravitas. I know. He's got a really deep, like booming voice like that. It's really fun. And whenever one of his buddies, uh, Beast buddies that you can have, like comes back, like say they got killed and they have to respawn and stuff like that. He's always goes like, I missed you, friend. And stuff. Oh, like that's that. Cute. It's very fun. Remind me, in Borderlands, is do you have a set player character or is it a build your own kind of thing? Uh it's you choose from four. And they and they are you can in this one. I don't remember as much in the original one. I don't I honestly don't remember if you could change their appearance much. But in this one, you can like find uh, new cosmetic things to like oh, okay. tr- trick out your thing, cool. change paint colors, different stuff like that on your on your clothes and things. So there's a little bit of it, but, but no, you're pretty like much like set to these like char- yeah, okay. you're gotcha. pretty much set to these like stats uh, based on the main template uh, character that you choose. Gotcha. And so I've been playing as that because I just there is like a, the mage elemental character that's they're called sirens in this one in Borderlands. There is the standard like uh, rogue more assassins type class and then like yeah the normal like soldier kind of thing uh and i just i don't know i normally don't go for like the Beastmaster class not that that's necessarily a huge class in general i feel like for most rpgs but your time with uh your time with monster hunters rubbing off on you. that's true because you have the dogs you you finally feel more more comfortable more confident exactly in in your beast mastering ways so i decided to do that and it's been really fun um where else was i going with that oh there was like another one in in one of the main um another example of the fun writing with it. Another, the, there was a, uh, in one of the main missions, so I won't be super spoiler with it. You're trying to destroy this like big laser that is attacking an ally base. And the two like commanders, enemy rival uh, commanders are talking to each other over radios and you're hearing all of this. And one of them, the, is the one who's operating the laser keeps like destroying little parts of this other guy's headquarters. But it's very funny because it's like his donut shop, his, his like, like all these really things at each his one. Keurig. He, yeah. He's like, <laughs> no, where will I get my muffins? Like, oh my God. It's it's Ruining his stuff. quality of life. As like, That's does, so sinister. He's like destroying all these things and these businesses in this, in this, uh, base and never once is the guy like freaking out about oh the people he's maybe losing who are living there but it's like the businesses oh and infrastructure God. of his donut and coffee shop and stuff like that that's so hilarious. it's very funny stuff like that <laughs> um claptrap as always still continues to have really great lines of all of his different stuff so it's just very very fun in that regard um i mean totally speaking i can't think of many games that are as far removed in atmosphere from Ghost of Tsushima, Jedi Survivor. Yes, it's a complete tonal it's, shift. It's, it's a total 180. Which I think is what I kind of needed because yeah. I feel like those games, like they're very serious games. They had a lot of like weight to them. And not so, a like, lot of comedic cut-ups in yeah, those. Yeah, not Maybe really. a little bit a little more bit so in Star there. Wars yeah. because Star Wars, that's kind of... Oh yeah, you had Turtle yeah, in yeah. Jedi Survivor. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, there's a lot of stuff like that. But yeah, so this one to be like a complete tonal shift, it, you know, it is very fun. And plus the combat of it is very... I mean, it's it's gory. <laughs> like most of the most of the enemies, when you kill them, they usually wind up just exploding into bits. Well, when you showed me that clip of the pocket rats that other people yeah, couldn't yeah, yeah. see, I was actually very surprised. Yeah, you should. Yeah, you should you put that, that, that in the Discord. Um, I was really surprised by how good looking the game was. Oh, it's great. I mean, the art style of Borderlands is fantastic. And, and even though I thought it was an older game, I still remember thinking like, "Wow, this looks like it's brand new." Yeah, it, it's it's a I really mean, good looking game. It's really good looking. Um, it's like a very, for those not familiar, it's like a very like graphic novel, a very like thick defined black lines. Like it, it's, Bold. 
bold, bold, bold lines art and art direction on it. It's very, very fun, though. Did you say you're playing it on PlayStation? Yes. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, so go to that. It's actually, too, uh, a, it's a, like can be a co-op loot shooter. So you can play the whole thing oh. single player or your friends can jump on. You can even do co- couch co-op. Or online stuff, so that's Have pretty cool. Have you convinced Sam to join you? Not yet, not yet. I do, I do <laughs> not, not think really, this one would be up her, her alley jam. at all. Um, and so it's been really fun doing that. The combat of the game is very fun too. Uh, you know, one of the big things about Borderlands is obviously it's like it, the whole planet, everything is just war-torn. You're just fighting everyone pretty much that you come in contact with. And so there are a lot of just like crazy ridiculous weapons with a lot of different effects, like element effects, like... Uh, like there's one that do radiation damage, there's fire, uh, corrosive freeze, you know, all these different things that you can do to, to, to the enemies. And, the, but the thing about it is most of the guns, or I believe all of the guns of the Borderlands series are, are totally based on RNG, like their stats, abilities, what they look like, all that stuff. So when you open or go to like a shop or a chest, you open a chest, it like spawns new unique stuff. So I don't, I really don't think like you can find the same gun twice. Remind me, is Borderlands a like it's not a battle pass style game, is no, it? No, 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 no. It's it's like a set. It's like a, it's a single okay. player, like uh, you know, RPG, like first person shooter RPG. Does it have in game microtransactions? Uh, there are DLC, but oh, I don't necessarily okay. think like that. that no, it's that not the not kind like, of thing where it has like an in game shop. Oh no, you pay no, no, real, no, 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 no. Oh, okay, awesome. No, no, no. Excellent. You can spend your in game currency. In Remember like, back when games were finished, right? You go <laughs> and to you could buy it and just play it. The shops are like vending machines, which I think is very fun. And so you just roll to those. They ripped off. Bioshock. That's, oh, that's absolute true. shit. It's a circus of values. <laughs> it's a circus of values. But, uh, no, so they, so it, that's very fun. Uh, but because of it, the weapons are all like this randomly generated stuff. Like you kind of never know what you're going to get until you yeah. actually fire it for the first time. So it is like I had this one that looked like it was supposed to be a SMG like uh, and everything and i was like all right cool and fire and it actually was like a huge beam that just oh, like God. shoots out and you have to like hold it down it's just like one s- steady beam that like coated enemies with awesome. corrosive or fire um one of my main uh weapons right now uh, assault rifles that i'm using or maybe it's an, a full-on like machine gun i guess is like ha- does like fire elemental damage it's a legendary so like the highest uh rank that it like quality rank that it can be and it's really cool because it looks like an old timey gun and has like a gear crank turn on the side and you just like sit there and do it but this gun i swear to god like and it was funny uh i was talking to the discord with super saiyan ace because he's played they uh they played the borderlands games and we were talking about and they were like yeah i have played this and i got i feel like i messed around a little too much because now i feel really op and i'm kind of in that same place i did a little bit too much i got to open every crate get all this stuff and bought stuff so like i wound up with this (laughs) i'm only like level 16 i think of my character but i started but i got this gun and ever since i got this one gun I have just been laying waste and it is like (laughs) just like not even getting like being affected by the other, by the enemies really at all. And so I was kind of like, Ooh, I might need to just like hardline the story for a little bit to like level up and beef up the the enemies a a smidge because yeah, no, this it's like two shotting people, anything like even like bigger, bigger armored enemies come. And I just go like, just all, but it's, it's a fire, like elemental one, uh, like, yeah, people are just exploding. So it's oh just my like, god, it's uh, really it's funny. Like fireworks <laughs> just going off, and it's just like, oh my god, why am I taking so much, having so much fun playing this? What does this say? But no, it, it's it might just, be the kind of case like in Two Octo Two Path. I did get to a certain point in the story where I was like, oh no, I'm really OP. Oh yeah. So you kind of have to choose to nerf yourself. Exactly. Like. P- 
put put on your shittier armor. Put your worst weapons back yep. on. It's not as fun. No, it's not. <laughs> but it does make the fights a little bit more interesting. It really does. <laughs> and um, so the and then like too, I found a pistol. Not long. I actually now have all of the three weapons. I still haven't unlocked the fourth le- uh, weapon slot yet. But all three of the weapons I do have of different style of weapon are legendaries. So I'm like already like really stacked. Yeah. Um, and I have like a sniper rifle. This one uh, pistol that I have, you shoot them, and once the bullet makes impact, it like spawns a like electric ball that flies up in the air and then lands down at their feet and causes another explosion. So it's like I'm just like <laughs> just like and everything is doing the work for me. <laughs> that sniper, sounds really. I found fun. a sniper rifle. Same thing. You shoot, and then it creates like these. In it, if you hit the like actual guy you're aiming at, it does you know massive amounts of damage. But then, it, if even if you hit them or miss, it will then like spawn five, six little like electric balls that are just like laser people at the, in a oh certain my God. area of effect. <laughs> so it's just like so quickly it just turns to this mass chaos. But it really is just feels like me just standing there just like going nuts and just like not that taking damage. It's so, crazy. That sounds so ratchet and clank. Oh yeah. It, yeah, yeah. It really yeah. does. Like that type of weapon where just like you do one thing and then some other random bullshit go happens. Yeah. That's very, it's very much what happens. And so that's what I mean. You don't even know what this is going to be until you really like start that's fighting really with it for fun. the first time. That's fun. So I kind of like even like, I don't like get a new weapon and be like, Test fire and just like shoot it into nothingness. Like I'm just like I'm gonna see what you happens. You just go into battle and just see, see what, what happens. happens. That's and fun. It's, it, it's fun and it, it pays off. Yeah. So nice. I'm having a blast with Borderlands. It's very fun. Again, I think that tonal shift is good. Give yeah. me you know something a little bit lighter, something a little less lower stakes on like the emotional uh, uh, investment. <laughs> Sometimes it's time to just bl- explode people with your lasers. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's it's a little it's a lot. So it's been a lot of fun. Uh, the other game that I've been playing is one that I was very excited and been waiting a long time to be able to start. I finally got Advanced Wars mm. reboot for uh, Switch. So it's Advanced Wars 1 and 2. All the, like, I know about that game is that it has a dog. Oh, wait, I might be thinking of the other game. Never mind. Yeah, because I'm like, I don't think it does have a dog. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Maybe in 2, but I don't know if I've got it. I think I'm thinking of a different strategy um, game. But so Anyways. this one is very fun. Uh, it is, it's it's fun because it, it is like a turn-based game, and in, in, whereas you and your opponent will take place. But it's really like playing on a board game. It's a TRPG. A TRPG. Yeah. Tactical RPG? Yes, tactical yes. RPG. And so... Uh, Basically, the whole th- purpose of this is you are the Orange Star Nation, and you're being attacked and invaded. Now, granted, if you'll remember, this game was supposed to come out last year, around March, but then a certain terrible a certain world event happened. A certain war in Ukraine where, happened. Uh, and so they de- decided to delay it. And I was initially like, okay, I understand that totally, and I still don't understand it, especially even actually starting the game. I'm like, this was a very good decision. because. Like when we played Vampire after the pandemic had already started, oh, we were yeah. like, oh no! And this is like talking about Spanish flu is sitting in, and we're like, this is too real, we I don't like, like oh, it. We were like, oh, good thing this came out a year before the <laughs> pandemic started, because otherwise... Not a good time, not a good time. Oh boy. Uh, but so anyway, what's you're this nation, and you're being attacked by this other... Um, I'm, blue is the first nation that attacks you and then a green one starts after and I'm completely blanking on those names I apologize bold choice to um, make the uh, main character's nation orange yeah I feel like that's a rare selection it kind of is Usually not the normal blue. color yeah it's just hard to rhyme with anything else so why would you do that you know <laughs> and so uh, you start off do your um, missions. But like I said, it's it's each mission is like you have a board and there are like cities. There's different terrain, like mountains, forests, rivers, uh, different things like this that you can be on. Each one provides different uh, defense 
of capabilities and everything like that. But it really is just like you move your troops into position. You can have like, you'll start with like normal infantry. Then you'll get like some rocket troopers. Uh, then you get like tanks. Eventually I'm getting like some helicopters and different things like that. And I'm guessing there are things like, um, like height advantage. Like there's probably high ground and low ground. Yeah. Cause mountains yeah. like have okay. a better defensive gotcha. uh, rating than like just flat ground. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're like three star. I want to say forests or two star cities might also be three star defense rating and things like that. Um, but so it starts off, you have your allotment of troops later in the game. You can unlock bases where you can like build new troops each turn if you want to. Uh, and then you just have to do your best, use your best strategies to outwit your opponent. You can capture cities, which will give you places to heal up your units. Like, cause you each start with pre-claimed city spots oh, okay. that you can like kind of start with. Cause you can go back there. You can heal damaged troops. If you move them into these areas and stuff like that. And then, you know, so if you can start capturing the cities in the middle, then it obviously gives you a little bit more of a strategic advantage because you don't have to go so far back to be able to heal your stuff and stay gotcha. in the fight more often. Um, so you start off and you have your like kind of taught the ropes by Nell, who's your like who's like the overall leader, commanding officer of Orange of Orange Star Nation. Is Nell a hottie? Yeah. I will find out. And then you teach, she teaches the first, another CEO, Andy, who's like a little kid, which is, you know, and everything, which is kind of like interesting. War is a terrible crime. <laughs> <laughs> it does things to people. And, you know, and oh each, my God, Nell is so waifu for laifu. Yep. She's so pretty. This is not what I was expecting when you said oh, the really? name Nell. <laughs> and so each commanding officer has like their own, uh, Abilities, certain ability that will power up over time and you can uh, use it on a turn. So uh, Nell's, I believe, just like increases the overall like, uh, like does, does Nell damage not just output? walk out there and everybody sees her and they go, never mind, we're done fighting. We want to date that lady. <laughs> no, it hasn't happened yet. Maybe later on. Uh, and so you... I think hers just like oh, increases the overall like luck or damage output of your unit's attack. Uh, Andy, the first other CEO that you get to use, he uh, is like the repair guy. So like he'll repair any damaged unit by two. What is the term you're saying? CO? Commanding officer. Oh, commanding officer. Gotcha. Uh, and then that. each, uh, and so he'll repair any damaged unit by two. Each unit has 10 health. And so he'll repair any damage by two and then does their, increases their damage output by like 20% or something like that. So you can really have like a huge like uh, push after like, t especially if you got like really walloped in one fight in one turn. Andy looks like a goober. Yeah, he's kind of a goober. Not dateable. No. Also a child. Also a child. So definitely not dateable. <laughs> not dateable for multiple uh, reasons. Then there's Max is the next one who I actually just met. Uh, he's he's like the big assault uh, commanding officer. So I haven't got to use his abilities yet because I'm still fairly early in this game. Uh, and so, but he's he's bigger. He's bulky. He's cut. He's a thick daddy. Okay. Yeah. Not bad. Uh, and so I don't, I don't remember who the third one is that I haven't quite got to yet. But anyway, so you have all these abilities. You can, I know, Bubba's, it's almost your dinner time. Just wait. We're almost done with this episode. They say Bubba, please. We're That's why they both came in here. If you're noticing this on the video version earlier, oh both my dogs gosh. came in and started nosing at me. They, it's six o'clock, Dad. It's dinner time. For father, please. Uh, and so... Anyway, you use all these abilities, you take all the turns, obviously different units have higher strength and attack, but it is really based on like, if you can get the attack off first, that's going to give you a good bonus. Gotcha. But obviously you can't like walk up with an infantry unit to like a medium tank and hope to win. Like the infantry is going to get smacked and slapped out of the way by this tank. Um, and you have to, you know, certain units have different counters to other units. Uh, artillery and missiles like have a blank space, like two spaces out from them where like if a unit gets in there, they can't attack them. So you kind of have to like play your defense well and stuff like that. 
but like I was saying, I definitely understand other than just the overall theme of this game is war and f- focusing on it's nations. right in the name. Right. And, fan- <laughs> and focusing on other nations attacking other nations. Um, it's treated very, the whole concept of like, hey, we're fighting is treated very lightly. Oh, okay. So they're not really, it's not like Gundam where right. war is clearly the theme and war is the thing that is bad. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's treated very lightly. It's treated very which I mean, I guess not every single game has to have this, but I definitely understand the tonal implications too of if this game came out at the exact same time and they still kept with the release, it would have been like, what are you doing? Because they're just like, like, that was rough. We barely made it out of there, Nell. You bet, Andy, but you did a great job and we'll fight another day. It's like that kind of stuff. And And meanwhile, they left hundreds of thousands dead on the battlefield. I had one remaining unit left and I'm like, success! (laughs) But they're like, that was a great fight, everybody. Question, um, can you lose your commanding officers don't know yet Ooh, okay i haven't lost no oh, you're <laughs> too, too good at the game actually the game is hard the, the only reason i ask is because the oh i don't play tactical rpgs yeah. they're not my jam i'm too smooth brain for that <laughs> shit i also don't have the patience for sure. it. that that's not the way my brain thinks. i did one mission the other night and it was like 30 40 minutes absolutely not hard pass <laughs> but the only other tactical rpg i tangentially know of from other people well enough is Fire Emblem. Yeah. And in a lot of cases, Fire Emblem, it is combination tactical RPG and waifu simulator. Yes. So you are both acquiring new team members, more COs for lack of a better term, uh, who can, in many cases in the games, get permadied. But I don't that's think such this a bad is... way to say it. They can have permadied. <laughs> <laughs> they can be permadied. Uh, no, I don't know if this one does. I haven't honestly got to that. If that is like, I feel like if that happens, it will be more a story point rather than a, rather uh, than you lost, a you battle lost and, and that now you've lost the okay. character okay. because like you defeat the other, the opposing army COs all the time. And then you just fight them again in the next battle. I see. Uh, and then, so it's very cool there. The first guy that I came up against Olaf, he like his special is he like freezes everything. Do you he's think this, he's like, Oswald's brother? I don't know. Maybe. Probably. He's a big and like has a big bushy beard and stuff. Oh, like that. well Oswald's got that big long hair. That's true. He also has a beard. Yeah. We're probably our brothers. Maybe so. <laughs> Head cannon they are. And so, uh, you know, there's a freeze. Another guy uh, that I just fought in one of the one, the green, the first green CO commander that I fought, he like has a big uh, aerial. Uh, oh no, his special ability is that all of his units can attack again. Oh. Which is, oh, that level was hard. Gotcha. That one's, that one I did have to like, I did a first few moves in. I'll take it back. I have lost once by uh, tactical retreat. And so because <laughs> tactical <laughs> <I> retreat, <laughs> he calls it. That is such a good way to say you lost. Like I didn't lose. It was, it was a, a tactical, tactical retreat, retreat. <laughs> because I did like two moves and realized the error that like, Oh, if you I don't get this one thing to work, oh, it's going to take, make this level last so much longer. Yeah. So I restarted it and tried to try again. Smart. Um, but yeah, but like, so fighting against him with Andy. So it's kind of like he comes do, like wallops you one turn because he can do everything twice. And then you turn around with Andy to use his ability. If you have it charged up and like heal everything by two and get like a boost to your attack, you can kind of like push back, swing it back and and kind of like do damage. The nice thing though, even though they can attack twice, they still get damaged and they'll still like, so it's even if they attack twice, you might be able to do damage in the next turn. You can like wipe them out pretty easily kind of. So it's fun. Like how there's these balances, checks and balances to everything that keeps it, uh, kind of keeps you on your toes with everything. Nice. But uh, this was a game, and why I was excited to play it is this is a game like I played the original on Game Boy Advance at my buddy Spencer's house growing up. 
And I even then probably spent more time watching him play it since it was his game. And, you know, I was just like, hey, what are you playing? Let me see. Uh, and everything. But I played, you know, first, uh, the first few levels myself and probably really didn't understand what I was doing at that time either. But just, I don't know, the like the fun like battle cut scenes where like the two like because every time you do an attack it's not like you move this into here and it goes like uh you know they just like bump into each other a couple times and, like with battle sounds it like goes a quick little like cutscene where like the two armies like roll up then your side fires does damage then their side fires does cool. damage and then it goes back to the game board and stuff nice. like that um it's also very fun when the ceos activate their ability it does like a quick like very anime cut scene like like you know unleashing their abilities their and special stuff like attack that. Their animation special attack. Yeah, like the guy cool. who, from green who i just attacked like he he like leaps up from the back corner of the screen and then like lands in like a superhero land oh, pose cool. and then he looks up and it's like close up on his eye and like gleams oh, and my stuff God. it's Whoa. really cool shit like that that's so, some Farrah shit from overwatch yeah <laughs> it's really cool uh and so it's 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 very uh fun like that and everything but nice. so it's just been it was one that like i had those fun memories of playing it as as a kid but had no like no history with it for a very long time so when the reboot was announced the remake i was like holy shit this is my time yeah. and i've been having a blast with it so it's nice. been a lot of fun i know that you were really looking forward to that game and it got delayed and delayed and delayed, and and delayed. delayed. obviously again 100 totally agreed. understandable and like totally it was understandable. just world circumstances and, and and one of those things but so when it did finally come out i was still very anxious to that's play that's it. what i was getting around to is that that it was worth the wait yeah. that it's still fun that it's living up to the, your expectations because especially i feel like with games like that you know vague games from our childhood yeah those softened edges are rife with landmines oh, of disappointment. For sure. For sure. <laughs> so uh, it's nice to hear that it's really uh really doing doing the most with what it's got. Yeah. And it's it's been a fun time. It's also fun because it's like I was needing another Switch game. Like I could not, I don't know if I've said this before, I could not just keep going back to Civ every time I'm like, I need strategy. <laughs> it's like, no, let's play something new, goddammit. So having that on the Switch uh, has been fun. It was also like I kind of like I just got started because I got it for my birthday a couple weeks ago. Uh, but it was, that kind of worked out because it came out like a week. Or maybe the week after, the week before, a week after Survivor did, and I was like, "Well, obviously, where I know where my priorities yes. lie." So it has been really fun getting to explore this game again. Nice. And so, really, jumping back into both both series, Borderlands and and uh, Advanced Wars, has just been a lot of fun because they were series that I have not touched in a very very long time. That's the time, like that's where we're at in our summer right now. Oh yeah, it's the time to go back to those other games that we hadn't finished yet. Yep. I'm hitting back up Octopath. I'm going back to Theater Rhythm. You're going way back to Advanced Wars, Advanced and Wars Borderlands, Borderlands Three. It's been a good time to revisit the the games of yore. You uh, might say. It really has. It really has. <laughs> But yeah, that's what we've been playing lately. That's what we've been up to. Plus, sign our wild these, hearts. Oh yeah, which only took hearts. an hour and a half. Yeah, <laughs> my like completed games for this year is doing good. I uh, so obviously we will talk about this more at the end of the year when we do our 2023 recap. Honestly, it has been a really good year. It has been. Like personally, this year has already blown the previous year out of the water in terms of like the games that we've been getting, yeah. the quality of those games, and the amount of time that I've been willing to put into. Them. Oh yeah, for sure. And, th- last and there's still year was a lot good coming year up. too. Yeah, there's still a lot more. Coming. Like um, I know, like we've talked Alan about a little Wake bit. Alan Wake two, Alan Wake two, Mortal Kombat one. I mean, am getting more and more interested in that, especially because they were announced like some of the the first DLC pack of characters. You got Homelander from the boys. Uh, Jensen Ackles? Uh, no, uh, not his character. Although, if they put Soldier Boy in it, which is Jensen Ackles' oh, character, that would have been that. That would be awesome. Uh, he would have some interesting and great fatalities. Uh, they have 
Peacemaker, John Cena from uh, Suicide Squad. Everybody knows Peacemaker. Too. And, uh, <laughs> and then Omni-Man from Invincible. Uh, Invincible is a comic series and it has a show now I've on uh, on Amazon it, Prime. But I've never watched it. It's very fun. Well, what makes it? It's very good show. Second season's coming out later on this year, I think. But what is cool is Omni Man in the show, and it was confirmed in Mortal Kombat One will be voiced by none other than J.K. Simmons. Can you imagine J.K. Holy Simmons' shit. voice lines oh in God. Mortal Kombat One? While he's have to ripping play that fools. game. <laughs> See? See? Oh, this guy. Yeah. Okay, I recognize his face. I did. Oh, wait, he voices him in the show, doesn't mm-hmm. he? Okay, I've seen the clips. So that's why I've it's seen so the cool. think, think clips. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forgot when that was a big meme. Think, think. <laughs> yeah, great show. Great performance great by J.K. Simmons. Great J.K. So just having J.K. Simmons in it is going to be fantastic. Yeah. So there's a lot of big stuff. And I know that's there's something else that cool. I'm for. Oh, Assassin's Creed, Mirage. I know, you know, that one's exciting for me anyway. And, you know, a lot of stuff coming there out still. might still, like, it, it, they haven't technically said, but maybe Tekken 7 this year. Tekken Ooh. 8, excuse me. Yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. Tekken 8 I'm also excited for because I real I've been really yeah. like I've been telling you I really want to get into a fighting game again Fingers and crossed. get one and get good. Yeah. So what we're Hopefully. saying is there's still a lot more to look forward to. Plus every now oh Sea of Stars. That's the one oh, other yeah, thing yeah, I yeah. wanted you to mention. We talked about that on the Discord. This is really just news, uh, not, not not necessarily like a review or anything like that. I just wanted to mention that I recently saw that Sea of Stars, adorable, beautiful old school style pixelated but in like the really updated way pixelated jrpg coming to the switch and to the playstation august 29th nice. it got a release date it looks beautiful i believe both on the switch and on the playstation 4 mm-hmm. that it has a fender's boofing at us yeah, he, he is, is we need to we need to uh, bring this to i believe close. there are playable he's, demos he's for both of them he's hungry <laughs> the point is sea stars is coming out very soon and that's might be a day one purchase for me very so cool, very, very excited cool. for that all right, Fender. Fender, we're very Our producer sorry, is telling us we need to cut it short. He's like, y'all, come on. Y'all <laughs> have been talking boy. enough. I'm very hungry. All right, we're shutting her down, Bubba. Well, we have been told by our producer, Fender. We got to stop. We got to stop. <laughs> we got to stop talking about it. We got to quit shooting the shit with you He's all. He's wolfing So ass. we're going to do that. <laughs> Go give him his supper. So thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us today. Uh, it was really fun getting to talk about what we've been playing recently. And uh, yeah, stay tuned for another episode. Until then, everybody, we'll see you next time. Adios. Adios.